You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's Steve Sparky, 5 or 12.50 a.m. The Fan, normally co-hosting with Ryan Horvath of BetMGM tonight, but this is a special bonus pod of Kurt and Long. And don't forget, you can download us anywhere. You can get your favorite podcast, Odyssey, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We are everywhere. Normally just talking Packers, but got a special guest. Our guy, Ken Barkley, host of You Better, You Bet. The man wears a different hat every day. If you've never seen it, it's amazing. Nick Hassos is co-host. He's our Odyssey Sports betting insider as well. Follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. Uh, and always having fun. Normally we do this on the 1250 AM, the fan.com website each week. We do an interview. We go over the different line movements for the games, and uh, he tells us what he likes and doesn't like, but we're doing it podcast-wise this time. Rams, Packers, obviously it's a Packer podcast. We'll lead it with that, and then we'll get to uh, the Dolphins game. We'll get to the Commanders and Giants game uh, as well. So this one opened at nine points, uh, Packers and Rams, now down to seven points, Packers, uh, the favorite at Lambeau on Monday night against Baker Mayfield and the Rams. Who saw that coming at the beginning of the year, Ken Barkley? But that's where we sit, and Mayfield led an epic game-winning drive to get Ram fans' hopes up. And Ryan Horvath and I were like, oh, this might be a little bit tougher than we thought maybe going into this game if Baker Mayfield plays that well. Your thoughts? It certainly adds some more uncertainty, doesn't it? I, yeah. I, I can't blame you and Ryan for thinking that. You know, you think you're going to get Bryce Perkins or uh, or injured John Wolford, and, and maybe – it just becomes kind of like a glorified exhibition game at that point, basically. I mean, that team is probably incapable of doing anything. Uh, I I have a pretty strong opinion on this game, and I, I didn't expect to, but usually, like, it's just going to depend on what the point spread is in the market, right? Like, I can think this team's going to win or whatever. What's the price? Like, what am I paying to bet a team versus another team? And it's been really interesting. The Rams have been getting so much credit this week for what happened on Thursday yep. night. Um, you know, probably a combination of what happened Thursday night and uh, maybe like perception of what the Packers are down the stretch of the season. You mentioned the number open nine. The look aheads were basically all in that range from more than a touchdown to 10 points. So kind of between those two key numbers where numbers can kind of float all the time. The point spread was I thought was going to be in that range. And that's cool. Like that's about what I make the game. I think that makes a lot of sense. And then the Rams win Thursday night. And there are six and a halfs on the board right now, sevens in a lot of places and money on the Rams early in the week. And I'm just kind of left here thinking, did people really watch Thursday night? People who bet watched Thursday night, looked at the box score after Thursday night. And their thought was the Rams are way better than I thought they were. Last drive, 16, three with five minutes left. They were getting trashed in the game. And Josh McDaniels, I mean, he didn't put it in park. He like put it in park, got out of the car, like went somewhere. Like, I mean, it was just, it was a total park job. And 
as a result, he left himself vulnerable to a, a Tom Brady like last second right. comeback. And it happened. I don't know how you can walk away from that game thinking like, wow, the Rams are so feisty. They're a really depleted bad team. And they played it like, yeah, it it actually that people thinking they're going to be competitive in this game is like an insult to how awesome that upset was. It's like, oh, well, that can just happen again. Be like, that stuff doesn't happen, like, ever. Yes. It never happens. So when it does, like, let's appreciate it. It was so cool that they were able to upset the Raiders in this really weird situation. The idea that that just carries over again, I think you see a lot more like what the first 55 minutes of that game was like, which is that, they don't really have a lot of options on offense. Aaron Donald's probably not going to play in the game. Like, it's just what, how do they win? Like, what is their path to victory other than the other team doing something stupid? Um, so I, at six and a half, especially, I, I don't have access to a six and a half. There's like three on the screen and I don't have accounts there, but I think more are coming. And if they do, then I would really like to bet the Packers at that number. It is uh, interesting because, you know, Packer fans don't trust Joe Barry. I'll want Joe Barry fired the Packers defensive coordinator at this point. If they lose this game at home against the Rams and Baker Mayfield, I think Ken Barkley may be joining that crew of people that want Joe Barry out if they lose this game. (laughs) It's totally possible. And one of the crazy things, it's just there's a scenario brewing here, and I'm sure Packers fans, I mean, you guys all, like you're looking at the schedule, you're thinking about every game. I'm like parachuting into every market to look at that team's schedule. So I I can't be hyper-focused on one team. Let's just play this out a little bit. They're very likely to win this game. But however you feel about yes. betting the game or putting money on the game, they're right. very likely to win this game. That's yeah. what the market says. Okay, they win the game. There is like a non-zero chance that if Detroit keeps this up and the Packers play just a little bit better, I mean, it's really just winning at Miami next week is the tough one. Correct. The other games all make sense. There's a very real chance that the game against Detroit that they will host at the end of the year will be for the last playoff spot. Washington stinks. The Giants stink. The Seahawks stink. They all play each other. The Seahawks may lose Thursday again. They might just be out. And it's like, is it really going to be, you know, could we see the Giants may lose every game the rest of the season. They're going to be a big underdog every game that they play the rest of the season. They might just lose out. They're definitely out if that happens. So there's kind of an opening here. And it maybe it's not the Packers because it just hasn't come together this year. Maybe it's the Lions who are one of the best teams in the NFL yes. the last month and a half. And those teams would play in the last week. And I actually think there's a real chance that that game has very meaningful stakes and has a chance to be like the flexed Sunday night game where Rodgers can prevent the Lions from going to the playoffs. And Ryan Horvath and I talked about that in the last Curry Long podcast. Absolutely. Like, I knew you guys Lions... are all over this, but it's so fascinating. Right. You know? After the Lions won, yeah. Ryan's like, dude. That last game may mean something because up to these last two weeks, we were looking at the Dolphins game going, they're not beating the Dolphins. It's <laughs> no a chance. But now right. the last two weeks with the Dolphins, all of a sudden they've come back to earth a little bit sure. on offense. And now you got some hope. Now, maybe it's false hope, but as a Packer fan, you've got some hope maybe now that you can beat Miami on Christmas Day. But that would be wild. Green Bay, Detroit for the last playoff spot would be simply amazing. All right, a couple other games to get to here. Uh, the Miami-Buffalo, that's the Saturday night prime time game. Uh, in that one, according to BetQL that I've got up currently, Buffalo favored by seven in that game. And like we talked about, Miami has not been playing well. Yeah, I just think like situationally 
and given the recent form of both teams, like there will be a time to play on Miami again. Obviously, I had that great start to the year. Yeah. Now we mentioned they're not playing as well. Like that won't continue forever. The NFL, what you learn, and just talk about the Lions and the Packers, even just how long the NFL season. I mean, how many twists and turns can we have in the plot? The Lions are suddenly amazing again. The Packers can make the playoffs. What again? Like, how is that no, possible? You, you should have said the Lions are amazing again. They haven't been amazing sure. in like twenty years. Right. I just it's. <laughs> It's just crazy. Like all these teams come back into play at the end. The Giants were an afterthought to make the playoffs through seven weeks. They were six and one. They might, they were six and one. They might finish the season like seven and 10. I mean, it's like crazy. totally reasonable. That's just kind of the way the season goes. Right. And I think just with where we are exactly at this moment, I know Miami beat Buffalo in the first meeting in Miami. They were also outgained significantly in the game. Buffalo basically had the ball all 60 minutes and just kept knocking on the door and couldn't find a way to score. That was the story of the game and significantly outplayed Miami in the game. Buffalo, I think, is starting to morph into what we kind of think they're going to be going into the playoffs, yep. starting to get a little healthier. The injury reports are getting better. Uh, the time off between games isn't a disaster anymore. Remember, they just had that four to five game stretch. Snowstorm, fly to Detroit, play Thanksgiving in Detroit the next week, play, th play Thursday against New England the next week. What a bizarre month. Okay, better rest, finally home, schedule better. I know the Jets covered that number last week, but that was like an authentic outperformance by the but like they took care of that game sure like they were always going to win that game i feel like this game is going to follow kind of the same pattern so i'm the point spread you mentioned seven that's the number i'm waiting for here it's kind of available in some places not available in others kind of like the sunday night game or like the uh the rams game against the packers rather uh, seven, I think, has to be a bit on Buffalo. And I actually think they're a team that's going to start out performing expectation as we go to the end of the season because they're finally out of that crazy month. I think Buffalo remembers exactly what that last game was like against Miami and sure. comes out to try and lay down the law on Miami and make sure they understand they are still the little brother in this division and that this is their division going forward. So, yeah, I, 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 I like Buffalo in that one. Uh, as well. The other game, New York Giants, who you said could very well possibly lose out uh, against the commanders team with Taylor Heineke at quarterback. And I'm sure there are some fans that are on the Taylor Heineke bandwagon. You would have to imagine Washington is one of the teams looking for a quarterback this offseason because obviously Carson Wentz yet again is not an answer for another football team. Uh, they come into this one favored by four points uh, on Sunday night football. The commanders have been a really popular bet early in the week among uh, betters who bet early in the week and move the number. So they, they opened four. I'm looking at the board right now. There are fives on the board right Ooh. now. So the, the commanders are like, there's, this is one way traffic, right? This number is getting bet out yeah. toward the commanders. And there are lots of like newsy or informational reasons why maybe the commanders would be good here. They're off a bye. Chase Young, one of their best defensive players may play in the game. The Giants are certainly preparing like he will play in the game. Sure. Listen to some of the things that they're saying, Saquon Barkley may not play for the Giants. So these are all kind of informational things that are floating around and they all lead in one direction, right? They all lead toward Washington winning by margin. Here's uh -oh. the problem. So these uh, teams literally played two weeks ago. The closing point spread in that game was Washington by two and a half against the Giants. So not even a full three. The game right. was in New York at MetLife Stadium yep. or in New Jersey at MetLife Stadium. When there's like an anchor point like that, that's so recent uh, between two teams when they play and the market kind of decides what the difference is between them. And that's a really recent kind of data point. I will anchor my opinion of the game basically entirely in that unless there is like a quarterback injury or something crazy happens where I have to shift gears and think about the game differently. I think the the movement on Washington is a huge overreaction to the difference between the teams. And obviously they played to a tie in the first meeting. 
Washington by margin, I don't think is going to be a good idea the entire season. It's just not the profile of the team. They're not particularly good. Right. Uh, they've been very lucky to win by margin. And I've been on them in a bunch of those games. And I've been lucky to win. So I, I think it's more like three and a half is probably the right number in the game. Okay, we shift home fields. We go from one side of three, the most key number to the other side, because now we're playing in Washington. Okay, like all that makes sense. Now, like five in the game in a low scoring game. Remember, this was a brutal offensive game, the first meeting. And this one projects to be kind of the same way. I think the points are going to be really bad. I have no idea if the Giants will win the game. My job is sort of not to predict predict the winner. Right. It's just like more of the outcomes are going to fall within that range of the Giants covering, I think, than Washington winning by margin. I knew you were going the other way. You were setting this whole thing I up. Was. This thing. I was. I was laying like, the traps. He's you setting just right us into up it. to go you know, the other way. Yeah. That's what he does. He, and he, that's why he is so good. Him and Nick Costos, again, Jose, you better, you bet. Check him out. Of course, our Odyssey Sports betting insider. Uh, and, of course, part of BetMGM. Thanks so much, Ken Barkley, for coming on. Follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. Appreciate it, my friend. Have a good, uh, good holidays and uh, take care. Thanks, Barkey. Happy holidays to you as well.